Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome once again inside the Sacred Video Vault. I'm JB. Hey, and I'm Eddie. Oh, Eddie is waiting for the pizza. Yeah, I love pizza. It, it, pizza it's is great. great. But anyway, this is the first of our uh, Halloween specials that we're doing for the entire month of October. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm pretty excited. I don't know about you. Oh, dude. I mean, honestly, Halloween's my favorite. Uh, yeah, Halloween's up there in favorite holidays. What are you going to be this year for Halloween? I don't know yet. I'm thinking maybe Cooper from Twin Peaks. I still need to, I still need to watch Twin Peaks. It's really good. Uh, that's This is the conversation you'll have with every person who's ever watched Twin Peaks versus yeah. someone who's never <laughs> watched it. Like, it's always, oh, wow, you know, I've never seen Twin Peaks. Oh, my God, it's really, really good. Okay, yeah. great. <laughs> that's it. Anyway, so we'll give you a hint as to... Our first episode of Halloween, we got... There you go, folks. We're doing Dracula today. This is going to be a two-part episode. You're going to hear the first one today, a little later in the week. You'll get part two. This one, we're going to focus more on uh, the original Dracula with Bela Lugosi. (coughs) Yes, of course. Classic. Yeah, and then follow that, we're going to do Horror of Dracula with Christopher Lee, part of the original Hammer Horror films. Yep, So anyway, kicking things off with the original Dracula, here we go. So, this is an interesting movie, 1931, it's four years into sort of the talking pictures. Yes. And, you know, it's, it's, you have to look at these these movies with a grain of salt, because they're very slow moving, they're not terrible movies, it's like watching a play but on film. That's exactly right. Yeah, because um, you and I, you and I watched this together fairly recently, and it was your first time seeing it. Yes, uh, I've, yeah, it's like, but it's one of those movies that like, you sort of have seen every clip, you yeah. know, at some point, like you know, Bill Lugosi coming down the staircase, going, "My name is Dracula," or I like, bid you welcome. I bid you welcome, or like, you know, just like him coming in as a bat, or. You know, him coming, I about to, like, take a bite out of, I guess that was, uh, either Lucy or Mina, I forgot. Uh, that's, that's the part of the scene kind of screwed me up. But the part where, you know, he comes down, and he's, like, got his fangs buried, about to bite into the young girl's neck. It's, um, it's like, these are all iconic scenes. Yeah, uh, because we're not going to pull up the, um, pull up the clip, just because it's one of those movies that's so iconic, everyone's seen it, you know what it sounds like. And this is also interesting because Lugosi himself, because I'm sure you know, Dracula was a stage play before it was a film. That's right. And Lugosi played the part. Mm -hmm. And the the thing about the movie is that he just, he's so classy. He's the typical Eastern European gentleman. Because I actually didn't take any notes for this, as you can see. Yeah, no, I mean, it's great. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, he's just, it's just weird because he is literally just a guy with like a hairline. Yeah, and a cape. And that's about it, you know? It's uh, it's pretty funny in that sense. Yeah, and and then you got the typical thing, okay, don't go here, don't go to the Borgo Pass, it's cursed, there's Nosferatu, which I guess is an Eastern European word for undead. Uh, vampire. Oh, okay. You knew that. So, mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, just the character, I mean, like, that's why, that's why the character's name is, uh, that's why the movie's called Nosferatu. Yes, 
Yeah, with um, because they that's nineteen twenty two, twenty three, something like that. Yeah, F. W. Murnau with a um, Max Shrek. They made another movie about that movie, Shadow of the Vampire. Highly recommend. Nineteen twenty two. Yeah. Anywho, so um, the thing with nineteen thirty one Dracula is that there, since there is no musical score except for what you hear at Swan Lake in the beginning, maybe some church bells towards the end. Yes. The strength of this is in the performances. Because these are stage actors who are now acting on camera, and you're a film major in college, you know they're two completely different mediums, so acting for stage is not necessarily the same as acting for screen. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, like, <clears throat> when you act on stage, you gotta make sure that, you know, subtleties go out the window. Yeah. Like, you gotta, you gotta be super over the top, which is why I think this adds to the horror of this film, because everything is just over the top uh, in this movie when it comes to, like, Dracula. Right? See, I, see, I disagree. Really? You I, think it's very subtle? I think that Lugosi's performance as Dracula is incredibly subtle. Because um, another movie we're going to talk about, because um, we're going to talk about this on the next episode, Bram Stoker's Dracula, where you got Gary Oldman doing Dracula, and it's kind of over the top and goofy at times. Well, yeah, but he's also Gary Oldman. I mean, I'm well, talking... Yeah, yeah, but like, but then you've got a Max Shrek, you got Klaus Kinski, who uh, played the Shrek-inspired Nosferatu yes. in, um, I think it was 76, with a Werner Herzog. Something like that. Yeah. 70s, for sure. Yeah, and mm. no matter how you look at it, just uh, Lugosi's Dracula, he's so buttoned up, he's got this charm to him. Yeah, no, but... He, like, mean, walking down the street, you wouldn't know he's a vampire. Yeah, until you, like, pull a cross on him, and then he suddenly, like, melts into... Like, he does this thing where he's like, No! It's the cross! I can't even! And meanwhile, <laughs> the way Van Helsing does it is, like, the way he puts out the cross, it's not, like... There's no subtlety in it. It's all a very... It's, like... Cross out, and then everybody's like, "No, the cross!" You know, it's like everything is so, is so big. I'm not saying over the top in a bad way. I'm saying over the top, like you have to make sure in on stage, you have to make sure every movement is seen by everybody in the stage. Now, now, now you mentioned the cross. Now, while well, that may be over the top, the salty I'm talking about is the actual. Not not just that. Just when in the scene where he has the mirror box. Where, yeah, but the yeah. way he closes it, though. Yeah, like, yeah, where it. it yeah, where he, he uh, says, Count, I need to show you this. Okay, gladly, I'll show you. Smacks it out of his hand. Yeah, that's still pretty, like, over the top. Yeah, but I think that but I think that also goes to the sense that Dracula, I mean, if you think about it, he's kind of a bully. He's there kind of throwing his weight around, saying, this is my house now. And he's really just scared of getting busted. And he now knows that these people are on to him. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, and that's, that's the thing about Dracula. I was thinking this the entire movie. I was like, so the way vampires have been, like, over over the top. Like, it's like, vampires are, like, the horror film version of Superman. Like, they, you know what I mean? Like, every movie, they're always, like, more powerful, you know? Like, yeah. um, like I was saying, like, Dracula, his big thing was he could turn into a bat, he could turn into a wolf, and he could bite the heck out of you. And also, he could make you, like, uh, you know, a little bit of telekinesis. Oh, or telepathy, right? Yeah. Um, like, very limited telepathy. But, uh, nowadays you have vampires who are, like, fast as fudge. Like, they're, like, you know, yeah. they're, like, su- they're, like, super strength. Like, they, like, sp- like, they, like, uh, they can use telekinesis and telepathy. Like, the vampire hunter has also grown to be, like, super powerful as well, doing backflips and, like, throwing spikes and, like, super, like, anime style. But the big conflict in this movie is, like, Dracula versus Van Helsing, and he's like holds his hand out, and then Van Helsing just like stands there, 
then takes like two steps forward and then two steps back. Yeah, he's tra- he's he's fighting it. He, he's using the force. Exactly, he but it's the like, boss, but even like, <laughs> but even like Star Wars, like using the force, like that's over the like that's crazy special effects. Like it's just crazy. In my opinion, I was like, man, like uh, this is this guy's not really much of a threat. Like you know, what I mean, in comparison to like what is the vampire now. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty, I think. Yeah, he's a bully, but like, yeah, he's not strong. Now, if you want to talk over the top of this movie, let's talk about Dwight Fry, who plays Renfield. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, because because this is sort of the the anti-novel, because um, you you have read the book. Yeah. I've only read parts of it. So, the traditional Dracula story is Jonathan Harker is this law clerk, goes to finalize a lease for Dracula <laughs> on Carfax Abbey, and then, <laughs> in this case, it's Renfield. Could have just said Carfax, but <laughs> Show me the Carfax. Exactly. Sponsor us, please. Yeah, all we throughout will, the Northeast. Yeah, we will. We will read any ad you want, please. Carfax, listen to us. I will do that. Fox's voice. <laughs> yeah. We will sell the Carfax puppets for you. I can make. Like, Did I mention that we're whores? Yeah, we are. <laughs> we're, we're just. We just. We need money, guys. <laughs> Josh, the other day was when he was getting Dracula. Like, he was looking for Dracula. He was like, I'm going to pay 10 bucks for this universal. It was 13 bucks on demand. 15. <laughs> 13 like, bucks on universal, demand. Like, no. A universal classic. And he's like, no, nah, man, we have no money, guys. If you pay us, Josh will buy the things. But but then I remembered I actually own the movie. It was in the back of the drawer. We found it. <laughs> and there it goes. Yeah, exactly. So, it, so anyway, Just, Dwight Fry is Renfield. Is this sort of mild-mannered kind of doing the Harker thing, where Harker in, in 1931 is just a lover boy. Yeah. And Dwight Fry, for those of you who don't know, was a horror veteran of, of the Universal world. He was in The Invisible Man just as a news reporter. He was um, the Igor character in the original Frankenstein. He was a lab assistant. Yeah, he was, just had these crazy bug eyes. Yeah. He was like such... Because the crazy thing is that no matter how small a role he was playing, he... You remembered who he who he was. You know what's really crazy about that whole situation too is <clears throat> when you think of like the Igor character, right? Yeah. And when you think of like you think of that voice, yes, yes, you know? master. You know he's all like, kind of like, 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 like the Peter Lorre thing. Exactly, and that's exactly what I was gonna say is that Peter Lorre created that like Peter Rolly was not Igor. But we always attribute Peter Lorre to being Igor because Dwight Fry. He played. Um, was like trying to be. He played Igor. an Igor type role though um, in Roger Corman's rendition of The Raven with Vincent Price. Yeah, was his character named <clears throat> Igor? Here, no, let's, I don't. Let's look I don't, that up. I don't think so. Uh, he also did M, but it's just like he's like his voice is like yeah. You know, he also kind of yeah. Like, I mean, like how many mad scientists in the Bugs Bunny cartoons had Peter exactly? Lorre voice? I think that's where that came from too. I think yeah. it was from the Bugs Bunny movie because like. Dwight Fry had the voice, but Peter Lloyd had the body. And it was like... Yeah, because so Dwight, Dwight Fry, he like... Because Bugs Bunny was only just becoming a thing at this time. Mm-hmm. So I think that Laurie inspired the mad scientists in the uh, in the cartoons. But Fry, he's really making this zone. He's kind of going like... <laughs> kind of like almost, almost like Jared Leto as the Joker. Yeah, I mean, this is a compliment, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, he's, uh, he's owning it. And he also starts off... Yeah, he is the original Harker character. And it's just weird because, in all honesty, the way... It makes more sense, to be honest, when you think about it. Like, Jonathan Harker in the book escapes and goes back to his fiance. Mina, yeah. And he's just like, I'm telling you, there's a guy named Dracula in Transylvania, and he's a vampire, and everybody's like, who cares, Jonathan Harker? Like, his guy's from Transylvania. And then... 
But, like, what would have really happened in that situation is Dracula would have uh, made this person who is staying in his house, like, completely bananas. Like, he would have actually driven this person insane. So, it's actually a better contribution to the whole Dracula canon. Yeah, and... And it just goes to the... Because we talked about Fry and just how he always managed to stay there. He's got those crazy eyes talking about rats eating spiders and birds and flies. Yeah, he's like, the more life he, force so, I take in, the longer Yeah, and just seeing the... Uh, oh, God. The character, the guy who played Martin, uh, the, the orderly, who... I didn't get his name, but, God, that was just such a weird performance, as uh, you and I noted. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, and he's just getting so disappointed about having a fly taken away from him. Uh, Dwight Fry is. Yeah, yeah. So he's really making it in his own, and the worst part is that he didn't live very long. Died in 1943 at age 44 of a heart attack. Dang. And, and in spite of that, Alice Cooper writes a song about him called The Ballad of Dwight Fry. That's cool. I don't really listen to it. <clears throat> I haven't listened to Alice Cooper. Oh, that's a shame. Alice Cooper's wonderful. All right, all right. Yeah. I'm not gonna fight you on that. I don't, I don't <laughs> care. But anyway, then, but then, um, and then there's some other vampire movies in the 30s. There was Dracula's Daughter, which was terrible. House of Dracula, even yeah. more terrible. Uh, yeah, I remember one time um, I saw a I saw in terms, some of my favorite things to do on Halloween. I love Halloween, as I mentioned. One of my favorite things to do on Halloween is going like AMC. Yeah. And watch like the shitty bad B movies. Oh, you're talking like the Flying Claw and... Yeah, the ones that... Attack like, of the 50 From like woman. two to... No, not even that one. That one's a, considered a good one. I'm mm-hmm. talking like, these are bad movies. You watch them and you're just laughing at it. Uh, we'll do it if you want. Uh, it's yeah, we, yeah, we, we, we can uh, devote a month to that to like the crappy sci-fi movies if you want. That'd be great. Uh, great. But during okay. Halloween, what they do is they do two from like two to like four. Or like one to four. From like the 25th to the 30th, they'll do just like the worst... Movies every night. I'm talking. So one movie that I really watched, I loved. I watched. It's like a '40s movie, or yeah, it's like it's like the Curse of Dracula's Daughter, right? I think that yeah, I think that's what I meant by Dracula's Daughter. No, no, no. This is like not this because Dracula, Dracula's Daughter is this the one where she turns out becoming like a werewolf creature instead of a vampire to begin I with? I can't all? remember. It's I like think. I it, watched it once and I said this is terrible. It was so bad. This movie is so bad. So basically, the point is this girl turns into a werewolf um, type creature, like a cat creature, and just starts feeding on. Girls at her boarding school. All right. Um, there is no Dracula. There are no vampires. They were just coasting on the name vampire for like twenty years, which we still do. Kind of makes you. Kind of brings to mind Son of Dracula with Lon Chaney Jr., where he's Count Alucard. That's right. Yeah. Which is a great name, which was created on the back of Dracula, <laughs> like you just literally said. backwards Dracula. That's what that means. Yeah, now, now it just goes to show, now here's where the notes are coming out. Horror Dracula, hey Eddie, I took a page and a half of notes for this one, what about you? I really wasn't even paying attention to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Eddie's got, had a root canal the other day. Yeah. So, uh, he's a trooper, I told him that we could put off recording this, he said no. Anyway, so, as I take a sip of water. Um, Horror Dracula, it's 1958, and this is where the Hammer films come to mind. Now, for those for those who are not aware... Hammer Horror was a production company based out of England in the 50s. These were very gothic horror films, kind of the whole like, dun, 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 with, with the music. Yes. This is also where Christopher Lee got his start. God bless you, Eddie. Thank you. Probably going to do that again in a second. Yeah. And now, I know that you, that you had a hard time watching this, but you, you could probably remember from the beginning, just with that music and 
that hawk statue, bless you. <laughs> yeah. You know from the start, be afraid, be, be very afraid. afraid. Yeah, I agree. And then just the panned view of the castle. I mean, you, you see a lot of this in, in horror films where you have this, just looking at the site. And then, um, for the most part, after that, you, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, and then just panning on the site with, like, some ominous music playing, kind of um, the original Tales from the Crypt movie with Sir Ralph Richardson and Joan yeah. Collins. Oh, yeah. I was actually just watching that the other day. I know, pretty good, right? I know, right? Yeah, and so and it just shows, like, this abandoned monastery in the woods, and... And they're on a tour. Yeah, but then, you, <clears throat> but then spoiler alert, you find out that they're... Not on a tour the end at all! Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Will you not be on a tour? Wait, no, wait, wait, try that again. Who else is not on a tour? Maybe you? Because they're dead. They're actually dead the entire time. I don't Spoiler alert. I don't care. Yeah, and but then it also kind of, uh, see you see where Rosemary's Baby got it, because it just kind of takes you around New York City and the Dakota during a la, 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 la. You remember? Yeah, I, mean, I haven't seen, I haven't seen Rosemary's Baby in like yeah. years. Yeah, and then it just, and then this shot ends with the coffin. Even the coffin is terrifying. Yeah, it's not yeah. even like a good looking coffin. Yeah, it looks more like looks more like a spacecraft almost. I know, that's why it's so freaky. Yeah, but it still it says Dracula. Har uh, Jonathan Harker goes in, he sees Dracula's left from a note. No good thing comes from uh, from a note being left. Yeah, especially at someone's house. Now, then we see one of Dracula's wives, mm -hmm. who she's in this little skimpy white nightgown. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like Hammer was also known for kind of pushing the envelope with sexuality. It's like, at the time, it was kind of softcore porn. Um, oh, yeah. I do remember watching a commercial for it once when I was, like, seven and being... Not seven. Like, eleven. And being, like, immensely aroused by this, like, crazy thing. It was really gross. Yeah. And then uh, you find out that Harker, he's not this law clerk. He's a it's vampire, vampire hunter. hunter right. Now, there's no, now, here's what the problem. There's no backstory. He just, yeah, Dracula's a bad dude. I'm here to kill him. Yeah. Um, okay, why are you, like, why are you targeting this poor man who hasn't been to London and is just, like, kind of minding his own business, messing around with no-nothing villagers in middle-of-nowhere Romania? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I get that. Like, he's a vampire. He's bad. He has to die. Yeah, I really do. I mean, it would be nice if they addressed that. Yeah, and then they said, and then, uh, it turns out, Drac, uh, Christopher Lee's entrance in this, by the way, because Chris, Christopher Lee was only in his 30s when this came out. Yeah, you always think of Christopher Lee as being, like, way older. Yeah, but then he, he doesn't have, like, that deep, ominous voice, like Saruman the White. He's, uh, like, <laughs> I am kind of Dra Dracula. Pleasure to meet you, sir. And here's the crazy part. He only made about 750 pounds for the movie. That was his salary. That's crazy. Yes. Well, I mean, how much it adjusted, though? For inflation. That's still pretty bad. Yeah, but, like, uh, but also he's only in the movie for seven minutes. <laughs> and he has, like, and that those lines I just mentioned, those are his only lines. Yep. And so, and so he uses his wife as bait to get to Harker. And then, here's where Harker is, he's just an incompetent vampire hunter. He gets the stake to go kill him. Dracula's right there. There's the woman. Kills the woman first. Yes. I'm like, bro, you had one job. Yeah, and also, it really is the catalyst for, like, everything going bad. <clears throat> Yeah, and also in this, at some point, um, there's a blooper because he's because uh, they do a close up of the of Dracula's wife, who after she's murdered turns into an old lady. Even though she's supposed to be dead, you can see she's breathing. <laughs> so blooper watch. Oops. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna take a break. Oh no, are we? No, we're not. No, 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 we're not. Yeah.
So we're not going to take a break. Uh, sorry, folks. The pizza is trying to get in, but they don't know how to use my buzzer. So moving on, um, they don't even see Peter Cushing as Van Helsing. Yeah, Van Helsing, the man. Yeah, his and his hat game is on point. Like he's just got this beautiful brown derby hat. You know what's weird? None of these movies include Quincy Morris. That's really the. Oh yeah, you're right. Hmm. Yeah, but the hat game is on point. And also, let's talk about Michael Goff in this movie. Sure. Michael Goff, otherwise known as Alfred from, from uh, the Batman, Batman franchise. Series. Yeah. Yeah, the perfect butler. No offense to Michael Caine. Yeah, or Jeremy Irons. Yeah. Now here, now here's the kicker. Jeremy Irons is so bad in Batman vs. Superman. Didn't see Batman vs. Superman. Actually, I'm kidding. He did a good job. He did a great job. Uh, Terrible movie, though. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going. Now, anyway. Now, we talked about Carfax Abbey in the the first one. Yes. There is no mention of that here. It's it's just that Harker's there to be the librarian of Dracula's castle and just just organize everything. And so, then all of a sudden, Dracula's in London. Is he he just creeping on on Lucy, who in this case is Harker's fiancée and not Mina? In this one, uh, Mina's married to Arthur. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and I'm guessing... This had me thinking. um, Oh, you need to have the... um, you need to have the garlic flowers. You need to wear the cross. Um, and Harker and Van, and Van Helsing are vampire hunters. Does this just mean that are vampires in Victorian England just common pests? That's what, that's what it seems like. Maybe, yeah. Maybe Dracula is just kind of like a guy. You know what I mean? Like he, yeah. He's always played up to be like the top dog vampire. But maybe in this movie, he's just like some vampire. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what if like... It's just like, oh, you hear Dracula got killed. It's like, yeah, it sucks. All right, well, I guess we're going back to having a regular vampire day. Yeah. And then when Lucy, she's sick, Dracula's killing her. She tells, she she's screaming, calls the maid into a room at midnight. Oh, can you please put get rid of these garlic flowers? I can't breathe them in there. Oh, I don't know, miss. No, please. Oh, all right. Fire the damn maid. Yeah, she's terrible. Yeah. She, like, does nothing you, right. You say to her, under no circumstances, are you, are you, no matter how much she cries, do not, do not like, throw out the garlic flowers. And then, sure enough, she throws them out. And then um, the maid has a daughter who's close with Lucy, walks off with her in the night, and then Lucy shows the teeth. How stupid is this kid that the teeth don't tip her off that something's up? Yeah, I know. It's a, But it's also such, like, a 50s device, because it's, like, a very much, like, a... Come to the 1950s. Kids are stupid here. Well, just the kid is dumb. Like, everyone was... Not yeah. everybody was dumb, but, like, in the 1950s when there was movies, they would, like... It was, like, a clue to the audience, but people not... But the people in the actual world not realizing that, like, something bad was happening. It's like, oh, that's nice that you have, like, crazy assies. Yeah, and then uh, this is where you see just how savage Peter Cushing is as Van Helsing. To the point where um, all you really need to do is just listen to... Or not listen to, just see how he's with the cross with Lucy. He just holds her back and then just just burns her with it. Yeah. He's like, hey, oh, you're here? You're, okay, you're already not a threat, but hey, look. Oh, I'm going to burn you. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm, that's just what I want to say. Going back to, like, the whole powers that be in the original movie, right? Like, vampires are super strong, but also vampire hunters are super ruthless. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they don't give, they don't give, they don't care anymore. Like, Harker and Dracula probably had a dope-ass fight in the darkness that no one ever talked about. That probably was bad. That was probably bad as hell. Um, but also, like, yeah, they're ruthless in this series, too, um, because as time progresses, we expect more of our supernaturality. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? No, that does make sense. 
And then they actually get to killing Lucy, and this is where I say that Van Helsing needs an anatomy lesson, because that steak is not over the heart, it is in the ribs. Yeah, I know, right? Unless yeah. vampires have hearts in their ribs. I mean, how how, sho- how shoestring was the budget on this movie that they couldn't say, hey, here's where the heart is, put the steak there. Yeah. 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 And, then, and then, like, this is where the movie sta- starts to drag on a bit, because even though these movies are only about an hour, 15, hour, 20 minutes long, they do drag on. My, yeah, I mean, they didn't really need... After Lucy turns into a vampire, that's it. That's kind of it. It's over. Because the whole point of him turning Lucy into a vampire is to get revenge on Harker for killing his wife. Yeah. Once that's over, he's killed Harker. He's gotten yeah. his wife. He lost his wife. But, like, the movie should be over. Why are you attacking Mina now? Yeah, and on top of that, um, they need to give Mina a blood transfusion. And Arthur's like, oh, I'll give blood... Oh, are you guys even a match? Do you know this? Oh, yeah. no, we're, no, we're going to go ahead and do the transfusion anyway. Like, no risks uh, at all. Also, um, why? Why do you need a blood transfusion? Also, how, how are people doing, ew, blood transfusion in the, 19, in the 1800s? God. 1880s, yeah. God, that just, sounds, that just sounds like bozo science. Yeah. And then there's an undertaker who, oddly enough, is someone who, deal, who deals in death is the comic relief. Well, I mean, that's very Hamlet, though. Yeah. Maybe that was the Gravediggers. I mean, I'll be honest, I, I don't think I've read Hamlet from start to finish. Oh, it's like, yeah, in Hamlet, usually the people who are surrounded the most by death are the funniest people. Yeah. Not Hamlet, Shakespeare. And then you find out that Dracula's been in the house all along, it kind of sets the tone for the old ghost story. The call's coming from inside the house, man! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, when in doubt, slap the maid, because she gets crazy, they're trying to get information from her, and It's slap. the 50s! Yep. And then there's finally that, there's finally that epic showdown between... Between Van Helsing faking his death with Dracula, is if he's strangled, Dracula gets cocky. Van Helsing wakes up, he's like, hey, surprise, motherfucker. And here, now, now, did you get to watch the ending at all? Yeah, yeah, it's right. Okay, so you can, you and I will probably agree that this is probably the most over-the-top death scene. Oh, yeah, he, like, he, like, melts, basically, right? Yeah, and then, and then Lee's just going, like, ha, ha, ha! Yeah, it's, like, yeah. parodied a lot. Yeah. It's, uh, I could find, I could find that. Dracula didn't let me get parodied it. No, not even Dracula's death parody. I'm just gonna say Dracula's death. And, but here's the crazy part. In, um, in... Oh, the, in it's actually a movie, so Yeah, in, ter- in terms of Hammer, um, Dracula, they've, they really took it further than just this movie. They found ways to keep him alive, and all of a sudden you find out that, oh, he can be killed with running water... Just a simple prayer can kill him. And it's just... Oh, God. Again, he's just like a guy. Yeah, but just just listening to these movies. There's Dracula, or Horror of Dracula. And then on top of that... Here, I'm, we're pulling up the list right now. God, this photo of his death is weird. There's... Um, here we go. Sequels. So, with Dracula, there's Horror of Dracula. Brides of Dracula. Dracula, Prince of Darkness. Dracula's Risen from the Grave. Taste the Blood of Dracula. Scars of Dracula. Dracula, A.D. 1972, Satanic <laughs> Rites of Dracula, the, and then there's The Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires. I've seen most of these, but the one that's actually the best is Dracula, A.D. 1972. Get the fuck out of here. That sounds like the stupidest of them. It, it's crazy. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like, like metal it's, early, it's early 1970s England. There's still like the last stages of the hippies. It's sort of like that crazy Dr. John-style rock. And the whole deal is that Van Helsing, at this point, he's he's older. I think it's there's like multi-gen- multiple generations. And... His daughter, is, or his granddaughter, uh, is hanging with a crew who's into vampires, or one of them's into vampires. They're like, hey, get no, we're, we're not dealing with you anymore. Go away. And on top of that, 
It's just like there, there's a music there's a music called Alligator Man, this crazy pop song, and then yeah, I wanted to point that out. There, I mean, granted, this is not in either of the movies we were about to talk about. But yeah, during that time period, pop songs would be created just for these weird horror films, so that way they'd have like a tiny concert, and yeah. you'd have like out of nowhere an irrelevant music video. And then back to the plot. Yeah, but either way, the fact is you don't really see vampire movies like this anymore. Just like this little subtlety with like balance, this balance of art, acting, and just overall production value. Yeah. Uh, but hey, would you, uh, you'd recommend, right? What? You, you'd recommend both of these movies, would you oh, say? Oh, yeah, totally. I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say you'd recommend like Dracula... 1972. Oh, I, I would recommend that. I have no idea. I, yeah, I, I mean, thought you were asking if I could it, recommend it. It's, it's hard to find, but I would definitely recommend that in a heartbeat. I would recommend Horror Dracula. I'd recommend regular Dracula. Uh, I'd recommend that you also check out Van Helsing starring... Uh, what's his name? Um, oh, oh um, Hugh Jackman? Hells yeah, man. That movie is baller as shit. Uh, I enjoyed that. I, had I enjoyed that I well. had the Van Helsing action figure when I was 12. We could touch, we'll touch on that in the next episode. Anyway. Also watch... Uh, Breaking Dawn uh, Part 4, but don't watch... Uh, part uh, not, no. 2, but don't watch any no. of the other Twilight films. No! It's... It, I did that Good once Lord. on a date, and I... It was hilarious. <laughs> I'm saying I do it Okay, Eddie's, Eddie's losing his microphone privileges right now. Give your yeah. Twitter information. Uh, no, I lo- uh, it's called... Uh, so my Twitter is at Eddie underscore Doug. Go watch Breaking Dawn Part 2, but don't watch any of the other films. And I swear to God, with no context, is the funniest thing you've ever watched. Follow him on Twitter. Don't listen to the rest. You can find me on Twitter at JB'sWorld3286. JB, just allow yourself to be in love with his, his sparkly skin. <laughs> we gotta figure out where this pizza is. Anyway, <laughs> JB's World 3286, Eddie Doug, like us on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes. We'll be back in a few more days with the next segment of our Dracula series. That's all from here inside the Sacred Video Vault. Remember, you can stay inside as long as you want, just don't forget to lock up. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.